0: Peace, love, knowledge, and freedom, and welcome to another exciting episode of the Just Seen Motherfucking Podcast. You digs. Um, today, as you're seeing from the title, we're gonna be talking about creativity. I don't think I've ever had an episode on creativity at all, or like imagination or no shit like that. Um, but I think I think it's a well worth conversation to have. Um, and I'm gonna have the conversation because I just feel in the space of creativity and shit. Um. I think when it comes to creativity, I think a lot of people misinterpret it, you know, because we think, like, being creative is, uh, is you know, you got to be able to draw pictures, you know. We tie creativity solely to art, but we limit art to visual art and none of the other arts that could be, you know, expressed in our realities and shit or whatever, you know. Um, some people are poetically artistic. Some people are... Visually artistic. Some people are artistic through sound. Like, you know, to be artistic, to be an artist is to be, to, to have perfected an element of art, to have perfected art. But you need creativity to perfect art because art imitates a reality, which means you have to be living, which means a whole bunch of other things. So creativity is tied into a rabbit hole that I don't think a lot of people have delved down or dived down because we look at where our creative spark dies, you know? I'd I'd say it dies as a child, but um, into adulthood, you don't find many creative adults, you feel me? Social media has now created this world of, you know, content creators and a lot of motherfuckers don't really be creators or creating shit, you feel me? Um, They take what works and they don't push the envelope to challenge anything new. So by taking what works, they're like, i'ma do this this way because this is already working so they come off as creators when they're actually duplicators well i guess they're creators too but it's really more duplication than actually origination i talk about this in soul frail three um there's a level of self that you gotta achieve where you transition from a duplicator into an originator um and it's easier to duplicate than it is to originate, because origination to originate something, for one, it requires creativity, for one, it requires diligence, and it requires complete silence to outside noise. Anybody could duplicate a process that already works and, quote unquote, make it their own, but how many can make their own shit, you feel me? It's easy to make somebody else's shit your own and put your name on it, but how much, of, how much can you actually create and be the focal point of what motherfuckers got to utilize? You feel what I'm saying? And I think that dies somewhere, our creativity in my opinion, it either it's either never there because of just the survival tactics and societal structures imposed upon you, or it dies the moment we graduate from high school and shit, because everybody, you know, you got to be grown, be realistic. That's one of the hardest realities that we hear. And one of the things that kills our creativity the most is being realistic be realistic. Half of the shit that we have talked to somebody about and they told us to be realistic about was largely tied to our creativity. Our imagination conjured this reality up, our creative side, our, our imagination conjures reality up and we chose to speak to someone about it who who we wanted reassurance from, but we went as the, I got an episode on that about reassurance and advice, but we went to him for advice on what we should do, but What we don't really understand is we didn't bring a plan or an idea to them. We brought our creativity to them. And that's why it gets snuffed out when they tell us shit like be realistic or that doesn't make sense or I don't think you can do that because they're basing your creativity, your creative expression off of theirs. You cannot talk creative shit to non-creative people. It just don't work. You feel me? I got so many homies who get excited when they tell me ideas because I get excited for them and it reverberates back because I'm truly a creative person. You feel me? I want you to be able to be creative like this too. Like I know how to be creative and I want everybody else to be creative too. So your creativity doesn't have anything against mine. But a lot of people, when you bring your creative ideas to miserable motherfuckers or motherfuckers who can only create negative circumstances for themselves, they don't like that. So they'll start, oh, I don't think you should do that. Oh, that's not smart. They'll say that dreaded word. That's not realistic. The sad part about creativity is 98.17% of the shit ain't real. That's a cold reality. And I know 98.17% is a made up number. I'm just being dramatic. Y'all know how the fuck I do, but the vast majority of creative endeavors starts in the mind of something that never existed. That is not real. But when a motherfucker tells you to be realistic with some shit. Who defines real for you? Who defines real for you? And the motherfucker who was able to define real for you pretty much put the boundaries around your creativity. But before we dive heavy into that, be sure to follow me on Instagram at underscore, just underscore, saying underscore. Be sure to check out my website at IamJustSeen.com to get all things that are just seen. To all those who tip, donate, and sponsor the podcast, you are greatly, greatly, greatly appreciated. To all those who would like to tip, donate, and sponsor the podcast, you can do so by clicking the link in the description of the podcast. Not this episode, but the podcast itself. Cash App and PayPal are just fine and that's that for this and that's this for that so we're going to take a quick break and when we come back we're going to dive straight into creativity the application of experience and don't forget to visit iamjustseen.com there you can get all things just seen you want to add the SoFrail series to your library visit iamjustseen.com you want to learn how to master the markets for serious trading and investing Visit IamJustSeen.com. You want to get your hands on some exclusive merch like tees, hoodies, coffee mugs, hats, bags? Visit IamJustSeen.com. Are you thinking about transitioning into the plant-based lifestyle? Visit IamJustSeen.com. You ever want to just chat with Seen about anything from simple advice to mentorship? Visit iamjustseen.com. Anything and everything that is me, you can find at iamjustseen.com. So take a quick peek into my world to see why being just seen is nothing less but always more. Because you never really know what you need until you see it. And you will never see it unless you visit iamjustseen.com. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Let's get it. And I like how I ended with that and then they gave y'all the title at the same time. Oh. As it was going on, like creativity, the application of experience. Everybody talk about knowledge is power and blah blah blah. And you got the application of knowledge. Okay, what happens when you apply knowledge? You gain experience. So what's the next step after that? You feel me? Y'all know y'all going this is dead horse, but I'm gonna keep repeating the shit. You feel me? There's four levels to the mind: belief, knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. How do you get the wisdom? Wisdom is your experience. How do you get into your experience by applying your knowledge? But how do you gain? Go from wisdom to understanding. A lot of people think wisdom is the end all be all, and it's not. It's not. When you get the old people that are, oh, they can say little one-liners, that is like, bam, it reverberates. Because they have mastered their creativity. They have applied their experience of life. So when they utter those words, it comes from understanding because it's like, bam, how do you do it? that's where their creativity is. Your creativity sits between your experience and your understanding. If you can't create off of what you've experienced, you don't understand. You you won't get to a point of understanding. You feel what I'm saying? But tying it back to how it closed off or whatever from the um intro, realistic. No funny shit, but realistic and creative don't go together. And that's where it cuz and the biggest theme of a lot of the shit that we do in this world is through our creative energy. It's naturally through our creative energy. But creative energy, of course, as I always talk about a sexual energy, but I'm coming from a different perspective this different perspective this time. No pun intended. Um our creative energy is our creative energy is largely associated with how well we have learned something. So now Think about the levels of the mind and think about where creativity sits now before we go forward. You feel me? I talked about the mind enough. Y'all should be on point. If you read SoFrail 3, you should know exactly where we at with this. You feel me? Belief, knowledge, wisdom, understanding. The create, the, the application of experiences between wisdom and understanding, right? So imagine if our minds aren't even wrapped around being able to believe in ourselves, right? So let's start with that. This is why we get defeated when we go to a motherfucker and we tell them about our creative and then, yo, I got an endeavor, like, yo, I got an idea. I think I want to do this. I don't think that's smart. They set you down right there and you let them, right? You let them. You know what level of the mind you have just stopped at because you let a motherfucker tell you that's not a good idea and you listened, you believed it? It's the first level of the mind. You damn sure won't be creative. When you can easily be twisted out of something, Just because another motherfucker said, I don't think that's a good idea for you. I don't think you should do this. Or that's not realistic. Or some way, shape, or form, they painted a reality for you. Or they gave you some shit that wasn't realistic. You know how many artists right now are suffering because they gave up art when they were a kid? Because somebody told them art doesn't pay the bills. (laughs) They told you, motherfucker, they said art doesn't pay the bills. It's not realistic. Get your head out of the clouds. That kills every ounce of creativity right there. Because most of the time, when motherfuckers' heads in the clouds, what are they doing? Daydreaming. When they're daydreaming, what is really happening? Your imagination is running wild. You are being creative. But creativity is when you're able to take your experiences of life and apply them, right? So you can figure out how to truly align something to make it work in your favor. You feel me? To show that you truly understand it, you know? When I was a kid, right, I used to look at, like when I was a kid, I was creative with a lot of shit. You feel me? Simple shit. Just, just I just practice creativity, you know? I'm gonna give you some examples of some creativity shit because a lot of motherfuckers be saying, yo, I don't think I'm creative. You're creative as fuck. And if you broaden your mind to eliminate the reality that creativity is just art, you'll realize how creative you are. You feel me? When I was young, now you had Pokemon cards, Every week I would rearrange my Pokemon cards. One moment it'll be by color of the cards. One moment it'll be by type of the Pokemon. One moment it'll be uh, by number from, you know, but I will always rearrange them just because. I would have a vision in my head that, hmm, I want to do this differently. All right, cool. Let me create with this. My sister, my big sister, she, um, low-key I feel like she's an interior designer, but she's so much, it's like, you know, whatever. But whenever we were young, we would get bored. She'd be like, y'all, let's change the living room around. It was always her idea. You feel me? Like, all right, cool. I'd be like, so how you want this to go? She would literally start moving shit. You feel me? I didn't even know how deep that was at the time. Like, My sister was always trying to get out of stagnant energy. My sister's always been somebody who, she helped my creativity a lot just by being around her. I didn't even really know it. Like, My sister, she never stayed in the same position for too long like when comfort hit she would change it and that was something like I said we always did that shit when um we were young you feel me like two three weekends go by and the living room still looking the same oh she gonna change that shit she gonna change that shit we just be chilling feet up watching cartoons hey y'all let's change the living room around we just changed it around I know and it's getting boring now like I don't want she will always switch it around now that I'm older and I understand like feng shui's and shit like that and different Actual setups of she was on this shit early. But that was her creativity. That was her creativity. It was so fucking phenomenal and powerful to watch and observe because when it's time to change around, she'll walk by the door in the living room, like by the front door, just stand up and post up and just look around. She'll do this for a good five minutes. It's like she's literally painting in her head what she's about to do. And she'll be like, All right, I gotta take all the um all the cushions off the couch. We don't know shit. You know what I'm saying? We don't know shit about shit. Me and my brother don't know shit about shit. We just, we the muscle. So it's like, all right, and then Move it here, move it here, move it here. She's like, hold on. now you moved it too far. Bye, bye, bye. And it's like, all right, bet. Then when it comes, like, once, it's, it was amazing how this happened. But once we finished, the energy in the room changed. Again, I'm young, so I don't really know the energy of the room is like really different. It's like, oh, it feels different. But that small, subtle change shifted the energy in the room. And it will be like, like we'll be riding on an energy, some better energy, some different energy that's no longer stale and stagnant. It's fresh for like a good three, four weeks and not even know what she was actually doing, but she was tapping into her creative energy. And like I said, it translated to other things. For me, like it was reorganizing shit. For her, it was being able to physically move shit around. You feel me? But one of the hardest realities is that, you know, it has to be artistic. It has to be like, yo, get some paper and draw and color. Like, no, that's not always art. You feel me? That's not always always art. Therefore, creativity doesn't necessarily have to be boxed into there. They show us what we have to box our creative energy in so we can't use it properly. There's motherfuckers right now who are like active geniuses who cannot tap into their genius because of the box that creativity is put in. It doesn't fit their intelligence. It doesn't fit their demeanor. It doesn't fit their mindset, their mentality, none of that shit. It doesn't fit any of that for them. And because it doesn't fit any of that for them, they do not feel like they're creative. You might be a motherfucker like that. You feel what I'm saying? When I do like when I do my jam sessions and shit, like when I make beats and stuff, it's like... Those are more tangible things, but the area and space in which I got to come in is a full creative space. It comes from applying my experience. You feel me? My experience with with my experience with life formulates the words that I'm able to write. You feel what I'm saying? My experience with different rhythms and sounds is how I'm able to put. So, like, so your creativity is largely largely tied to what you're exposed and experienced to, what you're exposed to when you experience. But. This is why it's stifled and this is why you had to understand the four levels of the mind because your belief system and self, your first, your belief of yourself will dictate everything after that. Everything after that. If you read SoForel 3 and you know when we were talking about um, the tree of life and going through the first, like just using the tree of life to unblock your first chakra, it, it pushes you to the four levels, the, the top of the four levels of the mind. The whole four levels of the mind are in your root chakra energy, right? So belief, what gets you into belief is faith or fear. Faith, you know, y'all know how I feel about that. But if you can't believe in yourself means that, if you do not believe in yourself, means that you do not have faith in yourself. You feel me? And by proxy, you might be fearing yourself, but you feel me? When you do not have faith in yourself, you will never be creative. Because you have to have faith to have belief, and then you have to Y'all know the process. Y'all know what I've expressed to y'all months and years over. When you when you learn this, though, and you learn, okay, here's how I tap in, you learn to tap in. But you got to be able to believe in yourself off rip when you're told that certain things are not artistic or when you, Not even artistic. But like I said, when you're told that something is not realistic, that you just envisioned in your mind, like you know, it's like, I just saw it in my mind. How is it not real? I just like, how is this not realistic if I just saw it in my mind? Because you haven't brought it into the world. The very motherfucker you're bringing this to can't see it because it's not in their head. You guys don't have the same eye. We come to, we try to, we bring our visions to people, right? We bring our visions to people in the hopes that they can see how we see. That's never the case. That's not the case. You gotta be able to see according to how you need to see. You feel me? Some people can't see at all because they've been blind a long time ago because of the impositions of things that have been placed on them. And we listen to people like that. You feel me? Like, always talk about, The phrase where they say, those who can't do, those who can't teach. When I say that shit, a lot of people, and this right here, if you a teacher, I'm sorry that you a teacher and you got to go through the pay predicament and all that other shit and y'all don't get paid. And I know y'all feel like y'all should be getting paid a lot more because y'all are with 25, 30 kids a day and y'all are doing all of this. And you're like that for a reason from a business perspective you guys are easier to to afford and pay and you're going to get paid that because the teachers are those who can't do it i'm i know you can you like teaching you like enriching children but the actual thing you're teaching you actually can't do that's why you teach it or if you can do it you choose not to you feel me but teaching is about reproducing a process you dig what I'm saying? It's about, ed- ed- the education system is about training. So they use the people. We just need you to train these kids to do right. You're not actually going to teach them, but you think you're teaching them because you're providing them with the curriculum. That's not teaching them because you have to know how to do the shit. You feel me? That's why the phrase goes, those who can do, those who can't teach. That's why teaching is an easy option. So you can go through whole school and figure out none of this shit is for me. I can go teach. You feel me? So it's an oversaturated market based off that. But the reason why is because teachers have, ironically, teachers a lot of times lack creative vision. I know it's like, well, they decorate whole classrooms and all of this shit. Creativity is easy for, for, or for kindergarten, first grade, and second grade. Even up to third grade. But if you notice the time in which the school-to-prison pipeline numbers start, that's when you can't be creative in your classrooms anymore. All the colors, the vibrancy, the name placements, all of this good shit. You don't do that shit no more for the big kids. You feel me? Third and fourth, like you might, you know, but, and then when you get caught into it so long and you've done the same repetitive, like you lose it. You lose that creative energy. Life happens to you, you lose it. So that spark changes. Now, this is no slight to teachers and saying y'all ain't shit no shit like that. I'm just telling y'all, this is. As the phrase goes, those who can do, those who can't teach. And when you choose to teach, you're admitting that you can't. So you'll teach it. I can't do it, so I'll teach it. Because if you do it, you'll do it. Uh, it, Whatever. But a lot of teachers lose their creative spark. Because when you're given a curriculum that you have to follow, when you're given lesson plans that you have to stick with, that's where your creativity is supposed to come in. Like you make your lesson plans, whatever. But when you get stuck in that space where You do the same shit all the time. You don't have to be creative no more. It becomes mundane. It becomes routine. Creativity is critical thought. I'm going to say it like that. Creativity is when critical thought meets deep emotion or deep feeling. When people create off some shit, it's because they feel. feel When you do something for so long, you become numb to it. You don't feel for it anymore. You feel me? I hear teachers say, you know, every now and again, you'll get that one student that brings that spark back. That, only, that student's only going to be there for 90 days or 180 days, depending on, you know, how you're doing, you know? Like, that one student can't give you that spark back all the time. You feel me? You got to be able to keep it yourself. And that's where it comes in being able to apply your experience. Some of us... And, and that's why it, that's what, okay. And that's what it made sense why, why I was saying that. So, those who can do, those who can't teach, but, and being able to teach uh, and not doing is because you are not applying your experience. How do you apply experience? You feel me? Depending on what experience is for you, how do you apply yours? How do you apply it? How do you know that there's an application for it, that there's something that you should be applying? You know what I'm saying? A lot of people get tied up in how to apply experience because a lot of our experiences are fucked up realities that we didn't get through we have quote-unquote more failures in life than we have wins but we only but we magnify our failures and we don't push through the wall to learn through so when you don't learn from the failure you don't gain the necessary experience to create with it and be creative with it you feel me And master in the market, I got it a, I got a mantra in there that I teach my students where I say, if it wakes, let it sit. If it probes, it'll go. And that is a creative expression based off of the experience that I have in the market. It's really what it is for me. You feel me? But even on a grander scale, creating the master in the market course, you know, everything is based off of like a superhero movie. It's easy, but a lot of people can't, you know... And I had to make it like that because like that's a creative piece. That's a piece of art that y'all are able to understand. This shit is complex, but I've experienced it. You feel I me? Mean? If I was just gonna regurgitate it and give it back to you and say, oh, you gotta know about the pips and the wicks and the probes and, and the upper hands and you know, if I could put it like that, it'll if I constantly kept it in the 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 technical terms, I can't really admit that I know what I'm talking about. I have the knowledge base, but I haven't experienced it enough to be creative with it. Cause then when you become creative, you're able to pivot. You're able to pivot with shit, you feel me? And adjust a lot faster. You know, a lot of us lose our creativity because, like I said, we don't have many opportunities to practice experience. Because, like, what are we experiencing on a regular basis? Like, really sit and think about it. What are you continually experiencing on a regular basis? Shut down your social media, right? For for twenty four hours, shut down your Instagram, your, your your Twitter, your TikTok, your Facebook, all of that shit. Just put your phone down for twenty four hours, and you'll see how creative. You'll see where your creative energy sits. You feel what I'm saying? You'll see where your creative your creative energy sits. And another reason why creative energy is is dampened, and it's not what it's supposed to be. And I say dampened because you know it's supposed to be. Broadened out. like It shouldn't be like, it's diluted and shit, it's weak. You feel me? It's weak. It's supposed to be fluid. It's supposed to be watery. It's like, you know, not damp, it's supposed to be wet, like it's water. sits just your sacral energy. Your creative energy, your sexual energy, all that shit is in the same space, but we're not gaining enough experiences in life to be creative with. Even still, when we gain the experience, we, we, we look for permission to be creative. You feel me? Because it's people pleasing. It's people pleasing. Our first endeavors of creativity are expressed when you know on on whether or not we're gonna you know continue with being creative is when we bring pictures to our parents, our loved ones, and shit. I drew this of you, mommy. Aw. okay. You know you you hype when you put shit on a refrigerator when you make people like you build that confidence in them but then they're creative and devil. But once you start diluting, it's like, oh, that's nice. Or like, you don't have that same energy in which they had just put into their shit. It's different, it's different. A lot of motherfucking shit gets smudged out because a lot of creativity you can't see. I'm a person who, a large percent of the shit that I create, it, it's, and you can't see it. It's intangible. Like, I don't, there's a lot of shit that's like I've created that's like physically like not tangible, you can't, you physically can't touch it. Like the shit is like, you have to envision it. You feel what I'm saying? And that's the type of creativity, creative energy that I have, because that's how I, my experiences have to be applied. You feel me? Every experience that I've had in this life, I've used it. I I do use it. I find a way to use it. You feel me? In some way, shape or form. And the creativity is, yo, how do you do this? Like, you know? And so frail. Three, I forget. I know it's in a trio, like chapter, but I forget exactly what I was talking about. But I broke down the, the difference, like I said, between originator and the duplicator. You feel me? We live in a world that teaches you that duplication is fine. Duplicating somebody's process is fine. Me as a person, I don't really care about the blueprint as much as I care about the architect who made it. Show me why you made this blueprint. Show me what inspired you to make this blueprint. We get so wrapped up on an actual blue. Oh, this is the blueprint. This is all I need to know. How do you make blueprints? That's the that's that's where creative energy is. That's what it means to to apply your experience. Can you can you leave a blueprint on anything that you've experienced in this world? If not, you have not. You do not. You did not go through the full processes of knowing it. You feel what I'm saying? One of the biggest ways in which our creativity, intangible creativity is seen in the black community outside of music is church. It's church, you feel me? And this is one of the reasons why you have to understand your religion fully as far as mythology, ritual, and allegory, then the levels of the mind, belief, and how wisdom understanding. Because what I'm about to explain to you is the reason why you have to go to church every single Sunday, the reason why you have to go to the mosque, and you know you got to do these things consistently, and they want you to stay wrapped up in it, because the bishop, the pastor, the, the imam, the head, or whoever you know congregation, they have reached the point of applying the knowledge found within the book in a creative way. This is why two different pastors can talk about the same passage and come up with a different metaphor for it because that is the allegory of religion. But you leave church feeling, "Oh my gosh, that word was for me. That word was for me." The word is universal. I'm going to tell you how easy it is to create. I'm going to tell you how easy it is to apply experience, which is creativity, to a demographic. People will be like, "The word was for me." Yes, of course, because you're aligned with that vision you believe in this person, you trust what this person says. So when that person creates the reality based off of this particular verse, based off of this reti- particular line, it's going to resonate with you because you are a member of the congregation in some way, shape or form. You ever paid attention to like, they're very creative. It's called like a sophist, I think it is, but they they have a natural creative energy. You know how when they're about to do, I'm gonna show you how you can tell, especially in our black churches. When a motherfucker is about to really drop some creative shit on you, and make it real broad, vague, but specific at the same time. That's, that's power as hell. That's powerful as hell to be that creative to where you can make a broad sentiment apply specifically to somebody. I'm gonna say that again. Use a bad motherfucker when you can make a broad sentiment apply specifically to a motherfucker. You feel what I'm saying? Because what does the pastor usually say before he says some shit that hits? I don't know who I'm talking to today or I don't know who needs to hear this today. I'm letting you know right now in my creative space, I'm tapping into a broader energy, but I'm about to make this whole thing specific. And of course, because based off of proximity, lifestyle, circumstance, culture, a lot of people are going through the same shit. If you in a church, typically you're going through, you're going for the same spiritual divine connection. You find this church, you find the people in church, because y'all are going through about the same shit. Low-key, it's trauma bonding, but you're likely to go through the same shit. So when a motherfucker speaks on something, it's like, yo, that message was for me at this particular moment. Or that message was for this person. that t-. And then it's always, oh, I ain't been in a long time. That's how I knew it was for me because it hit. I ain't been in a long time. It's easy to hit when you understand the creativity and the shit. Because like, once you get in the rhythm of it, then you start to hear the pastor so much, so much. It was just like it ain't hitting. then you start to get beyond what they saying. You're like, that ain't make sense. You had those moments in church where you laughed at the pastor because he said some slipped up shit and you was like, what? That ain't, mm -mm. that ain't what it's supposed to be. But tapping in, they are, they are masterful at tapping into the creative side and applying experience. So when they're able to, and low key, like I tell y'all, like I was, (laughs) I was on the verge of being a pastor. Like I was literally studying and shit to go there. Like, you know what I'm saying? And that's a part of my creative energy too. Like I can I can put my experience to any metaphor. I can make a metaphor, but it's extra tied into the fact that I used to rap and write and actually intentionally make metaphors and bars and shit, but I do it too. You feel me? I do it too. Like When I need to get a point, I know what experience I could put into something to from the creative energy to make this understood. You feel what I'm saying? The thing about religion is that what it, what it uses is it puts it into your book, into the book, and it's telling you that the experience is from the book, not my imagination. The pastor, the imam, whatever, as they're telling you about the, whether it's the verses, the hadiths, whatever, whatever they're telling you about, they're telling you about how they're creating this in their head and they're giving it to you. And you believe them, you trust them because you guys are at different levels of the mind and don't even know it. This is why the pastor is referred to as the shepherd and the congregation is referred to as the sheep. It's like, it would be written right there. It's literally in the book. Like they call motherfuckers a sheep, and the pastor's a shepherd. And you feel me? Well, how would y'all be called sheep? And sheep are the most docile creatures on the face of this earth. Further example that you're at the state of belief of the, of the mind. Sheep don't ask no questions. They just have faith and trust. With that the motherfucking shepherd's gonna lead them where they gotta go. You feel me? They don't think about shit else whatsoever. So when we tie this in to how creativity you know is applied on us you know how how often is creativity applied on you and you don't even know that creativity is being applied on you right because a lot of us think like i said creativity is art like no anything that can shift your soul and make you make you anything that can shift your soul and make you feel think or do something different or you know that is tied to a creative expression somebody's creativity has hit you you feel me cuz it's critical thought Mixing deep feeling Use a bad motherfucker When you can think critically and feel deeply That's when you're creative That's when you are truly creative And I don't think people get that Like We look at poets and shit Poets are most identifiable Because it's like, yo, how you come up with that line Like "Mm." It's like, yo, you wrote that like It just went straight deeper Than what you thought it was going to be That's because they mix the critical thought With the with the deep feeling. When we listen to rap now, ain't no ain't no music. Like, when we listen to music, it's so, there's no critical thought in it. How much music do you listen to that makes you shut the fuck up and listen? Or how much music do you have that you can sing along with? You feel what I'm saying? And in that creativity, what are the experiences that are expressing? It's like nothing that makes you say, oh, that was completely different. It's like, this is cliche. This is the shit that, you know. It just happens, like rappers, artists, and shit. When they find a template that works, oh, this is what we're platinum. They make it, and then they keep going. You feel me? They repeat the same albums on and on and on and on and on, and it's like we just got that album. It's just like yo, you know, this motherfucker changing up. All right, stay like this, keep doing that. It's like because people can't, can't, they're not creative. You feel me? They're not creative, and you guys are all operating from different levels of the mind. You feel me? So when we experience, you know, life, like, and that's one of the hardest parts too. A lot of this too becomes it, it comes from healing. It comes from healing, and you know what we experience out of life and how you able like. So frail series as a whole, you know, and by so series as a whole, I mean the books, the uh, the conversations, all of it together. That was created off of experience, but. It was a different level of experience. It wasn't just my own personal experience. It was experience, observations of the collective past, histories, all of these different things coming together for me to create. I had to do a lot of critical thought and I had to be emotionally and deeply tied feelings-wise to this situation, to the conceptualization of masculinity, to be able to create all of the shit that I created with it. You feel what I'm saying? Being creative has nothing at all, all the time to do with art and pictures. It is the ability to tap into and apply your experiences, which now is going to be kind of where the dark side comes in. <laughs> when this is one of the most dangerous things about religion that I hate so much, and it's the conceptualization of demons, demons and angels, or whatever the case may be. Demons and angels are the same thing, right? Right? However, like demons and, demons and angels are the same thing. So, by proxy, if something is angelic, it can equally be demonic. It just depends on who the God is. You feel me? God's a conceptualization of the mind, the highest form of the mind, or whatever the case may be. And, you know, God of your enemy is your devil. God of your, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's little shit like that. But the reason why I'm, you know, going down this rabbit hole in regards to creative energies, because when we look at demons, When we look at demon and the mission, like, first, let me say this. We are understanding and how you're able to create in your mind dictates your reality. So how you perceive and believe will ultimately lead to how you're able to create through the experiences that you have. So if you believe that a demon is an evil entity, it's going to be an evil entity. Simple as that. If you know that it's an entity that is equally comparable to the positive energy of being angelic, you're going to see it like that. You're going to be able to objectively view life and your creativity can change. You feel me? But here's why I'm using the word demon, because I'm big on words. Y'all know how I am. But if you break down demon and you translate it back to where it came from, the Greek um, expression daemon, D-A-E-A-M-O-N. So it's not really demon, it's daimon, right? <laughs> not die. like, <laughs> I still thought about daemon, but... When you break that shit down to that word, and you can look it up, don't be afraid of it. Go back and just look up the word. I'm not saying go look up demons and shit like that, but it is actually your dark side. In addition to that, it is your creative energy. Demonic energy is creative energy, and that's where it gets crazy because it's like, they be right when they say certain shit are demonic, but they be wrong in the depiction. Do you feel me? Demonic shit is creative, and that's the crazy part about it. Which means by proxy, angelic shit is creative shit because it's tapping into your genius. The actual word demon, when you go back to the etymology and original context of the word, it means genius. Whoa. So when you actually study, like, yo, so the devil got, so the devil and the geniuses are who got kicked out of heaven because that's who became the demons. So it's like, well, what was up there? They were all geniuses because angels and devils are the same. Angels and demons are the same shit. Gods and devils are opposite sides of the same coin. Not gonna get too heavy into that, but I want to talk about the creative energy and the creative force. So your genius energy is your dark energy, right? And this is why I talk about the balance between people and why a lot of people have to stick within one one aspect because you cannot be just love and light. You cannot just be light. You have to be darkness too. You have to understand the reason why is because in both dynamics, too much of one thing you won't be able to see, which now ties into creative energy. Cause even on the esoteric side, your vision is blurred. Your vision is fucked up. Too much light blinds you. Too much darkness you can't see. These two things have to be hand in hand in, in a harmonious expression for you to be able to see clearly. You see where I'm going? You see what I'm saying with this? So when we look at people who are extremists, low key, low key, I'm an extremist. So this is gonna sound like I'm contradicting myself, but I'm extremist in a in a point of focus. I'm not extremist in the sense of um, not expressing the duality, the full duality. I will swing back and forth between extremes, but I'm not just gonna stick one. So like, yeah, the people's like, it's love and light, positive vibes only. They can't see. They'll never be able to see. By proxy, dark motherfuckers who are, you know, just round running around destroying shit. They'll never be able to see. They'll never be able to truly see. You have to be able to see both ways. Now, this is like all words and shit like this, but it's crazy how, how esoteric shit is that we don't even pay attention to. This is why seeing is believing. It's not with your physical eyes. It is with your third eye, your intuitive eye, being able to see is how you start to believe. But you cannot see if you are stuck on extremes. If you, all you focus on is the light and you can't appreciate the darkness. If all you see is the darkness, then you can't see the light. Therefore, you can't see fully, which means you can't even believe it because you don't even know what you're supposed to have faith or fear in. It's that deep. <laughs> and this is all just off of creativity, creative energy and creativity. right? So when we look at the genius side of you, I'm don't. I'm not i not going to use demon anymore, but I use that because I'm showing you how a lot of the shit that we supposed to learn in the church for real, in the mosque for real, in these motherfucking religions for real, they're not going to teach you because it's going to liberate you because you don't need that shit no more because now you know the purpose of it all, right? So now when we look at genius, right, and you understand demon, even, even the motherfucker who canonized the Bible, King James, after canonizing the Bible. After you, I ain't gonna say he wrote it because I know, oh, he didn't write the Bible. Moses wrote the first five books and he was born in Exodus and died before Numbers was finished. Like, y'all ain't catch that? Or he died before Deuteronomy was done. I ain't catch that shit. How you write five? How you write the first five books and you wasn't even born in the first? He was born in the second and died before. You feel me? But that's not where I'm going with this. I'm staying in the vein where we at. So, Pete, so when they're teaching you this shit, they're not teaching you the full dynamic of how to access your full self. Everything is about the duality, right? So, your genius is not what you are. And that's one of the limiting factors, too, because we think genius, genius and creative go together, right? But then now it's more fucked up words because when you think about a genius, what you think? About a real nerdy, smart motherfucker. No, genius is not what you are. It is what you use genius is the pinnacle of your creative energy genius is the pinnacle of your creative energy and what is creativity other than the experience i mean applying the application of your experience if you're not a genius I'm going to say this one time, and I'm going to say it. I'm going to probably say it more than one time. If you are not a genius, it is not because you're not a genius. It's because you're not applying your experiences of life. And if you're not applying your experiences of life, chances are it's because you have not experienced anything or you don't think there's anything that you've experienced that's worth creating off of. And at the end of the day, beginning, middle, and side pieces of the day, it is all on you. Because we listen to people tell us, that's not realistic. How? Your genius tell, like when you get an idea, that's the power of an idea. When you get an idea, your genius is swelling. It is now, it's seen something or whatever that was triggered and all of your experiences are now being ran through your head and you're not getting that spark of idea. I think I can do this. You can. It's there. The moment it's in your head, you have to figure out how to bring it out. It may take three days. It may take three years but you can bring it out and you gotta figure out how to do it, you feel me? As Jay-Z was saying, he was like, difficult takes a day, impossible takes a week. If you believe it, but seeing is believing. How do you see if you've never seen both sides of anything? So when we follow religion, they teach us that, our religion teaches us to try to be light all the time. You know what that does to the universe? The universe needs balance at all times. Balance is gonna be had. There's no way around it, balance is gonna be had. So, when you live in an extreme of, oh, I just want to be love and light, you wonder why so much bad shit happens to you. You feel me? Not on no funny shit, but the sole fact that people are devout Christians, Muslims, or whatever the case may be, is the reason why their lives be in shambles at the same time. Because they not perceiving that I'm supposed to have balance between the light and the dark. So, I'm only going to focus on light. Now, darkness just has room to play in my life. And they'll say shit like, you know, I'm being tested, the devil is busy, and all this other shit. And you acknowledge that the dark side is showing up. <laughs> but you won't acknowledge that you know how to defeat. You'll ignore, oh, you won't win, or this, that, and the third, or blah, blah, blah. And it's like, but it's winning. That's why you're complaining. That's why you're in this space that you're in. It's winning because you don't understand how to walk the line between the light and the dark, because you're afraid of the dark. Your system, your spiritual system should never make you afraid of the dark. The moment your spiritual system makes you afraid of the darkness, it kills your creativity. It kills the fuck out of your creativity. Creativity. That's why a lot of motherfuckers can't be creative. You feel me? Half of the shit that you get through in life, your dark side had to carry you through. Not your light. Your light side got you into the bitch. Your dark side had to get you out. But when your dark side is gone and you suppressing it because you don't want to show the shit, now look at you. You dig what I'm saying? That's a part of what the society does. It kills your dark side. It demonizes your dark side, ironically. But your dark side is how... Let me explain it like this. Because using the words light and dark means, oh, you're talking demons and all this shit. No, think about when you're in a situation of survival. How the fuck are you going to get out? What goes through your head? All of the different scenarios and realities of where what you're supposed to be. The light ain't thinking about that. It's the unseen shit that you have not seen yet. Or the ideas like, whatever I'm in right now, I can't get out of that. I need something. You gotta get the darkness to get out of that. You feel me? Don't be afraid of the dark. Like that's that's what they teach us to be, though. Be afraid of the dark in every way. Don't understand it. So when you in that state of belief. Now how many motherfuckers can't be creative because hell, solely a lot of the shit that they create won't come from like a perfect place or whatever. Like, you feel me? It's it's weird because people like, if it ain't, I've heard people say shit like, in know, special religion, people like, if it ain't in you, then it wouldn't come out. And it's like, hmm, okay, that's true. If it ain't in you, then it wouldn't come out. But at the same time, that means that you're acknowledging that something is in you that "quote unquote" either shouldn't be, or you're ashamed of. But this is a part of who you are. You know how many of us our dark our "quote unquote" dark side is largely experiential. Experiential. Exp, is that a word experiential. It's largely based off experience. For some reason that word didn't feel right to me, but it's largely based off of experience. The world that we uh, exhibit is is largely based off the experience and our experiences and how we overcome them is technically our dark side, not our light side. Our light side gets us into shit, but our dark side has to get us out because our dark side, and if we don't nurture our dark side in a healthy way, we won't be as creative as we need to be to get out of it because that's where our genius is. You feel me? When I did some studying on Inhotep. Emotep was the first, quote unquote, as they say, multi-genius. I don't believe he was the first multi-genius, you know? But I get it. I got to tell the history. Oh, we got to make black people feel like, you know, it's like, nah, my nigga. You feel me? How? like We got to we gotta really start to tap in and broaden our minds more. So when you hear that Emotep was a multi-genius and you feel like you come from it, you don't really get what that means. They told you that he was a multi-genius, but again, you got to go back. What did the Greeks? Because the Greeks are who we have to get this information from. Well, you have who is it? Hippocrates. Yep, because you got the Hippocratic oath or whatever. You got Hippocrates, who <laughs> they worship and honor as the father of modern medicine. You hear that all the time. But when you study this motherfucker, right? When you study Socrates, I mean uh, Hippocrates. This nigga was calling Emetep the god of medicine. The god, like he was physically calling quote unquote what we think of a man as a god, he was like, Yo, he's the god of medicine. You feel me? And the thing it was Imhotep, his name was Asclepius. It was a lot of different names that they called him, but it's like, yo, he's the god of this. But what they also discussed with him was that he was a multi genius He helped, you know, he was the architect in, in charge of the pyramids, he was a physician, and he was an astronomer. And so when we look at multi-genius, a lot of things. People were thinking, "Oh my gosh, she was just such so, so smart, and he was able to tap in." I was like, "No, he used his genius in the shit that he put his mind to." You feel me? He used his full genius in astrology. He used his full genius as a physician. He used his full genius as an architect to build pyramids that are still fucking standing today. To create a, he used his genius as a physician to create a lifestyle as created, to create a system. That is pretty much what is running the world right now from a negative perspective because it, he taught Hippocrates, Hippocrates, his, Hippocrates' number one quote is, let the fruit be thy medicine. Let the food be thy medicine. He won't all no drugs and shit. Where did he get that from? He got that from Emotep. So it was already understood that, you know, <laughs> you t- that's not what this conversation is about. But now when we look at him as a multi-genius, what that means is that in multiple dynamics, he was able to use... His genius energy. You know where they fucked us up? And the reason why we can't be multi-geniuses anymore is because we go to school and we major in one fucking thing. We have a career path of one career. So we never tap into the multiple things that we can do. A lot of, be, a lot of motherfuckers be thinking there, oh, my child is ADHD. No, your child is fucking creative. Your child is fucking creative with no fucking outlets to create. They can't sit still. This shit is running through their fucking minds. They can't focus because this isn't even where their attention is supposed to be right now. So now we can give you a medicine because we know how children work. We know children are natural geniuses. Every human being can be a multi-genius at will. All you have to do is use your genius to infuse in whatever it is. My multi-genius is, you feel me, master in the market, plant-based shit, like, I I use my absolute genius in both sides of the shit. You feel me? And all I can do is, at this point, I want to be a multi-genius in more shit. And just because I can't. Just because they couldn't. That's really what it is. Motherfuckers be like, yo, why are you trying? Like, because I want to be so fluid in so much shit. I want to be a genius level of so much shit that I want to prove that shatter any limitation for any motherfucking body that, oh, everybody, yes, everybody can be this if they choose to. You feel what I'm saying? But you have to be able to get past and way beyond the mind, the level of the mind of belief and knowledge, because you have to get to the point of exp- of applying experience you never you can't tap into your genius if you have no experience to apply. Because a lot of motherfuckers are scared to do shit. A lot of motherfuckers are scared to learn. A lot of motherfuckers are scared to grow. And a lot of my, again, a lot of motherfuckers are scared to face the darkness. Experience is where you get your scars from. Experience is where you get your wounds and your battle shit from. It's the darkness. You feel me? Nobody wants to wear scars anymore. You feel me? They want want the benefits of somebody else's scars, but they don't want to wear their own, you feel me? Because they're not creative. They're just not creative, they lack the creative energy. So they would rather duplicate something than originate it. All you keep hearing is get into the markets, but do you trade or do you invest? Should you do stocks, Forex, crypto, or NFTs? My personal answer is not a single one. If you don't know how to read a chart without knowing how to read a chart, you end up giving all your money to those who do. Do you know what a candle is? Do you know the pocket of activity? Do you know the difference between market direction and market control? If you answer no, at least once you might want to learn how to read a chart first, learning how to read a chart will let you know if you should trade or invest. And if you should do stocks, Forex, crypto, and or NFTs, it will also let you know if this is even for you or not. So visit com to learn how to recharge with my Master in the Market course, ebooks and webinars today. The world is changing. The question is, will you adapt with it? That's a that's a, that's a wild thing. Just because you put your name on some shit doesn't mean like if you took somebody's shit, if you stole their whole motherfucking flow word for word, bar for bar. <laughs> Shout out, Soldier Boy. You feel me? If you lock in like that and you do that to a motherfucker, then you're not really creative. That's what a lot of these social... That's why I mentioned that, because a lot of these social media people, we think, oh, they're content creators. Now, a lot of them are just duplicating the same shit. How many people are really giving their own original thoughts? Those are the people that are reigning supreme that everybody's stealing from. Yep. Yep. A black woman. I've seen on TikTok and shit, I've seen several black women... You know, create like makeup artist, little tutorial shit thing, boom. A white dude, gay white dude to come and steal it. And they'll call him the content creator for the shit. All of these motherfucking dances that are coming out and shit. The little kid just out there doing and shit. And it's just like, they're the originators of the shit. But the duplicators are constantly running off with it. They're calling themselves creators and they're not creators. They're content duplicators. Call the shit for what it is. You feel me? The creator's the motherfucker who's sitting down mulling the shit for, for three, four hours for the shit that it's created the motherfucker digesting five minutes. You feel me? People people, people are missing that. And with us being in the age of Aquarius now, if you ain't creative, you're going to sink. You're going to sink like a motherfucker. You feel me? We're in the age of knowledge. That means your mind is already... It's, we're in the age in which your mind is already supposed to be at the second level off-rip. They wonder why COVID babies are different. They're like, yo, oh, the COVID babies are different. Because they're already at a knowing space. They don't have to believe in shit. They don't have to believe in shit anymore. We're out of the Piscean age. That's why it's hard to believe. That's why it's hard to believe. But that's why motherfuckers is feeling like they're going crazy and going insane. Because they're believing in some shit. And they're, they're really being, like, they're seeing that shit ain't working. They're still trying to believe it. Like, niggas is on, like, six and seven booster shots right now for COVID. It's like, yo, you are believing what you don't see because what you see conflicts with your reality, nigga. But again, creativity is what? Critical thought tied to deep feeling. When they say common sense ain't so common, it's real. That mean, if motherfuckers lack common sense, I don't, I don't even, they not creative to me. They not going to be creative. There's nothing that they can actually pull out of the ethers and solidify in this world. But why does it why does it have to be that? When do you lose your creative spark? You don't lose it, they kill it. They extinguish your shit in school. You feel me? Most motherfuckers stop being creative because creativity and the sad part about creativity and what makes it so hard is free. Creativity is freedom. Creativity is pure unapologetic unadulterated freedom. We stop being free by the time we go to school, we're told where to sit, we're told where to walk, we're told what to eat, we're told what to think, we're told what to listen to, everything. Like we don't have the luxury anymore of actually doing for ourselves. So by the time you get, and it's designed this way, let me show you, let me show you how it's designed this way. Because by college, this is where, college is where they test who's going to be an employee, who's going to be an employer. No, who's going to be an employee, who's going to be a manager and who's going to be an employer. Right? This is when they start to weed the motherfuckers out. They give you the first critical thinking class you'll ever have, your freshman year in college. So what the fuck were you ever, when you really think about it, were you ever thinking from K through 12? If your first critical thinking if your first critical thinking class is not until college. As a freshman, you're 18, 19 years old. And then if you just graduate from high school and you don't go to college. You feel what I'm saying? You never take a critical thinking class. You feel me? And I'm not saying you need a class to master critical thinking, but what I'm saying is the programming is designed for this. So when we tie that into the reality, that creativity is simultaneously critical thought and deep feeling, if you've never been exposed to critical thinking, that means they killed your creativity a long time ago. How many of us really think? When you're in school and they tell you to think about something, what are you really doing? Recalling information. You're not thinking because that taps into creativity. You know how I know when a motherfucker can't be creative anymore? When they don't have good questions. Or when they downplay the question they are about to ask. And they programmed us this way. Because a lot of times we be thinking that something doesn't have anything to do with, it, with a topic, but whatever it triggered in you, that experience led you to make that question. And where we start off with every time, rather than just asking the fucking question because it's tied to our creativity, what we do is say, this might be a dumb question, but you have already just made your creativity a negative thing for you. That's why, you know, they try to encourage you. There's no such thing as a stupid question. Only stupid question is a question that's unanswered, unasked or whatever. But when you start to feel that your questions are stupid, your creativity is dying. When you lose the ability to, or desire to want to ask questions, you have no creativity at all. How many times have you gone through school and you stopped asking questions? Remember on Tupac's Me Against the World, he said, even the genius asks questions. In fact, genius geniuses ask the most questions, which is ironic because when you hear somebody always asking questions, you just get annoyed with them. It's like, this motherfucker really don't know shit. No, they're creative. And they're gaining the ability that's going to make them leap, leap fucking leagues above you simply because they're asking questions. They're allowing their creativity to tap in because... They are getting the critical thought, and they are using the deep feeling. Yeah, the deep feeling. The deep feeling in most cases is confusion. It's confusion. You feel what I'm saying? And then you're able to be more creative when when you gain clarity. But critical thought has to be in that space. So like I said, they kill our critical thought by the time we're in school. Like we stop asking questions. Oh, you're asking too many questions. You're, you're disrupting the class. You're delaying this. So you stop asking questions. Your creativity is slowly, 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 slowly dying. Subconsciously and unconsciously, you have a lot of people that want to create, keep their creativity alive. So they zone out in class and they start doodling. They might start drawing. They might start writing rhymes or some shit like that. There's something that they know they have to do to keep, they, they keep their creativity alive. Then you have the other people who just sit there and fall asleep in class. None of this shit is 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 by is, is by accident. It's like, who can we train enough to where they can stay and be, they can, they cannot succumb to the fact that we're killing their creativity, but we got to kill their creativity. So when they come into the workforce, they don't think to, nobody's gonna, you really think a motherfucker is going to give you all of the resources to create the very thing they created? Mm-mm. I'm going to make you feel good about being a part of my creation. I might pay you a little bit for it But I'm going to make you feel good About being a part of my creation You feel me Why Because I know you ain't fucking creative That's fucking why I know you're not fucking creative Why Because the education system Makes you not creative So when I tell you I need a bachelor's degree With this experience And this experience Right Mm. You want three years of experience How you going to get it You feel me but they tell you this is what qualifications we need 100 percent to ensure that this individual person is not gonna be, you know what I mean, doing anything off the off the out of the way. You dig what I'm saying? Our creativity is murdered. It's dead. It's dead. And then when we look at the hood, like they're like, you know, the hood area is like. Why do people when you hopeless, you can't create shit? Projects, that was a design. Like, projects is an experiment. The niggas is failing. Cause the projects help kill your fucking creativity. When you in a state of survival, you can't be creative. That's how the root chakras block. You feel me? It's the root chakras block. So how do you tap in? That's the question, I know. It's like, yo, well, saying, how do I tap into my creativity? What do you do? You acknowledge it and you accept it. It's yours. The fuck? I don't, I don't, honestly, I can't tell you how to tap into your creativity unless you read SoFel3, but no, I can't really tell you how to tap into your creativity because it's yours. I can lead a horse to water, but I can't make a drink. I ain't calling you a horse, but you know, metaphorically, of course, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink simply because you have to understand fully, wholly, and totally that your creativity is totally yours. It's how well you can apply your experiences. See, applying knowledge is what gives you, you know, the wisdom for experience. But when you apply experience, that's different. A lot of motherfuckers can't apply experience for you. We have been in a space where a lot of people don't allow us to apply our experience. We apply their experience. And we apply their experience matter-of-factly as if it's ours. It's where regurgitation and shit comes in from. You feel me? you seen it in fucking droves with the woke community and shit. Everybody would just drop that knowledge, drop that knowledge, drop that knowledge. You don't drop knowledge. You apply it. You pick it the fuck up and use it. Everybody would drop knowledge, but they were just regurgitating what the, they had not applied any of the knowledge that they dropped. When I first started, like in 2015, when I was telling motherfuckers, yeah, get into investing, that's because I was doing this shit and I was getting excited with this shit. I was like, get into trading, look at this, learn this. I was excited with the shit I was actually involved in. And I wasn't telling you shit just to, I was using my genius and my creativity to figure shit out. When I made my first solid investment, I made $3,400 in three months. I was like, it got to be a way to be faster than that. My creativity kicked in because the experience showed me that I can make this money in the markets. But I said, I got to be able to do that shit faster. I got into Forex. My because my creativity never died, I didn't give up. I lost a lot in Forex. I lost a lot learning Forex, mastering the shit. But I mastered it. My creativity was like the experiences that I got, I could be creative with the shit. That's why I can say shit about yo, trading happens in the pocket, bro. Like you correlate your chart. Like I know certain shit because this is just off the cuff and experience. You feel me? Experience is different. Experience is different, and when you can apply your experiences. It's different because to gain experience, you have to be able to apply the knowledge. But to be creative and to gain understanding, you have to be able to apply your experiences. A lot of motherfuckers don't know that you got to apply your experience. You know why? Because a lot of motherfuckers are scared to show their experiences because of what their experiences did to them. What their experiences did to them. This is why I always say your purpose is on the other side of your pain. <laughs> you heal from that shit. That gives you a whole that's when your purpose is on the other side of your pain, when you heal from your pain, that's when you gain the deep feeling necessary to bridge the gap with the critical thought that's gonna make you the creative genius that you need to be. But a lot of people don't wanna, you know, accept that, you know, I got to apply my experiences. My experiences have to be applied in such a way that I can feel successful with the shit. But then as soon as we have an idea, first thing we do is go talk to a cynical motherfucker. A motherfucker who has not even, a motherfucker who can't even apply knowledge. You're asking about a creative idea, a creative endeavor to a motherfucker who can't even apply knowledge. Sit with where their mind is at right now. These motherfuckers don't even believe in themselves, let alone fuck if they can apply knowledge or not. They don't even believe in themselves. You already passed the point where you believe in yourself. You've already gained the knowledge of the thing that you talk about. Now you're acknowledging, you're telling them, I'm ready to create. I'm ready to apply my experience. And when you bring it to them, they say, I don't think that's a good idea. And you believe it. How much shit have you done? How much shit have you considered doing in your motherfucking life right fucking now that you shut down with because you believe that it was unrealistic based off what another motherfucker, another uncreative motherfucker told you? You cannot speak creative ideas with people who don't create shit. It don't make sense. You feel what I'm saying? Sadly enough, a lot of us, we, we try to find people that are older. Than us to go to, you feel me? Because it's like you gotta ask the elders. You're not an elder if you have no experience. You feel what I'm saying? Elders have no age; they have experience. I don't care if you've been on this earth longer than me. Have you been experienced what I'm talking about longer than me? No, I don't need to come to you. You feel what I'm saying? Like that shit don't. It don't like no. You don't. You don't have the experience that I need. Like I already, I already have the experience that you don't have, and you're older than me. Why am I? I'm not coming to you for advice. I'm coming to you for reassurance, and you're gonna give me the expression of your creativity. Motherfuckers say motherfuckers have convinced students to kids to go to college because it works, and we're finding out it don't. You know what level of the mind it took to go to college to take out loans without anticipating inflation and and increasing college rises and, and um, tuition rates increasing and entry-level jobs staying the same? All of that shit. Oh, you're going to go to school and get a good job. Go to school and get a good job. Did it work? A lot of the motherfuckers that encourage just as kids to go to schools and get jobs are the people that went to school, thought they had a good job, and are still working right now because they can't retire. Now, had they have been creative, had they have been creative, they would have been able to put the critical thought with the feeling and been able to get out of the game a long time ago and start to figure out things and ways to make moves and shit like that. It's a lot of people that are older that are supposed to be retiring that now have to take on a second job. Didn't even see it. Didn't even see it coming because when they get their retirement, they stuff cuts in half, but all of the bills stay the same and inflation keeps rising. You feel me? that's the mind of a believer. That's the mindset of belief. The mindset of understanding or even the mindset of wisdom It's like, yo, this shit ain't, mm-mm. The, I'm seeing this. Let me apply a different experience because I'm seeing the experience that's being applied and this shit don't fucking work. <laughs> this shit don't work. You feel me? Creativity has to be there. Your creativity has to figure out a way to say, you know what? You feel me? When my creativity kicked in, when I started the peak game, I was like, I can't pay this shit back. Not like this. Not by going to school the regular way they told me this shit ain't going to work. I'm going to be a slave for the rest of this. No. Fuck no. I'm not about to do that shit. But I said, there's got to be a way that I can do something for the rest of my life. That I can lock down a skill set for the rest of my life that will always have money moving. And I did. That's the DeMarcus. The money is always moving over this motherfucker, yo. <laughs> always. It's like, wow. No matter where I am. No matter where I am on the, on the face of this earth. Put me anywhere on God's green earth. I can trip on my earth. My worth. But it took the creativity. Even in addition to the creativity, it took my dark side. It took my dark side. It took the the light. The light could not be... In order for me to see clearly, I had to go into the dark with all this brightness. You feel what I'm saying? Because I had to be able to see both sides of it. You need your shadows, too. The brighter the sunshine, the longer the shadow. Nobody, like... You ever pay attention to that shit? The more light... The more darkness that is produced just naturally look at the earth when the sun rises look at the shadows that are being cast you feel me by proxy the more darkness the easier light is viewed why you think the moon shines so bright and looks so beautiful at night the moon has a different illumination that wouldn't be seen and appreciated in the daytime you know how because when you're looking at the moon in the daytime it's whack. it's like uh (laughs) The fuck? You just a rock. But at nighttime, you're a fucking moon. It gives a whole halo sometimes that reflects a big-ass ring around it. But you wouldn't see none of that shit in the light. But you see it in the darkness. This is the point that I'm trying to make. Your creativity is a matter of both of those. That genius is where what's found in the darkness. You know how much more beauty is in the darkness than it is in the light? You feel me? How much more you have to be, how much more critical thought is in the darkness. Think about it. If the broad daylight, you see a cat walk by you. It's just a cat. You know it's a cat. You feel me? It can run fast. It can move all of this shit. You don't get a single jolt in your body. You don't get scared for shit. However, nighttime hits, something move fast past your eye that you ain't, you scared as fuck. Do you know why you scared? Because you can't immediately process it. It's not automatic for you. You need your critical thought. You creative energy. Oh, I seen this. The shape was this. Blah, blah, blah. I have to process it. Oh, it's a cat. I thought it was something else, you feel me? But if you can't process it, your belief faculty shuts down and you're not able to tap into that space. But I'm using that because I'm talking about where your your true creative energy is. That shit that they talk about, the demonic for demons and angels are the same shit, but it's an energy, it's a different force of energy that is supposed to be used for your creative side, which is is very I'm going to show you how crazy this shit really is and I can prove it. I'm going to break it down from a biblical perspective too, right? Your genius is, you know, genius is tied to creative energy. Now, creative creative energy does have duality to it. Creative energy, you have the, you know, it's basically the other side of it is destructive energy. You feel what I'm saying? Angelic energy, light energy, is more destructive than dark energy. And dark energy is far more creative than light energy. You don't believe me? For, for one aspect, for one aspect, think about... If you, if you, you know, you're a Bible reader, whatever the case may be, when God sent angels to go level lands, they came and did the most destructive shit. You feel me? Actually read the shit and you'll see that <laughs> all of the destruction, all of the mayhem was never committed by the demons. The demons didn't do any of the dark shit. Yeah, we got a whole perspective of the demons being wrong, but all of the destructive shit, the the fucking When motherfucker turned into a pillar of salt, a pillar of salt was because angels had came down and laid shit to waste. Because angelic energy is destructive energy. Demonic energy is your creative energy. So now when we believe that our destructive energy is good, what do we think we do with this world? Now you understand why I say that Toxic femininity is also tied to religions, and we know that toxic femininity is destructive energy. You feel me? Wars, famine, all of this other crazy shit is all tied to destructive energy, which is ironically angelic. Ain't that some shit? They are not going to teach you this shit. So while you sitting here acknowledging the angels, you're actually acknowledging the destructive force of the world. Again, I know it's hard to grasp if this is your first time hearing some, some shit like this. So I'm not saying go practice demonism or no shit like that. No, I'm acknowledging that you have to start acknowledging what the higher ups are already talking about, that they're manipulating you with. That's why I really, like Yo, we create the concept of an angel, but the angels are the destructive ones. Everybody wants to be an angel and you wonder why you walk around destroying shit, why your relationships are sabotage, why like you can't you ever wonder why you can't have good shit? <laughs> Cuz the creative force that you use is so quote unquote light that it destroys shit. Oh, this person's too good. I've seen conversations where women would say shit like, "The relationship going good, let me argue." Why? Why? Why does that have to be? But at the same time, we find peace. We find more, more, more growth and development in relationships that damage us. You feel me? Hence, why a lot of motherfuckers can't get over fucked boys and bum bitches. It's just what we find. We gravitate towards because we know that we like. We know that our creative energy, on a subconscious level and unconscious level, we know that our creative creative energy is going to be fueled in the darkness, not in the light. Why do the good girls always want bad boys? <laughs> it's like right there, like you feel me on a on a, on a soul level. Good girls don't like good guys. You feel me? It's just it's just little subtle shit like that that has always been, you know, played into reality. But like I said, the darkness is where you know shit is created. The womb is what when a, for nine months a baby sits in darkness. Not in light. Not in light. It doesn't sit in light for nine months. You feel what I'm saying? Like, it's already been written that way. So, what I'm saying is, we have to stop demonizing and seeing things as negative all the time or super positive and just see them as they are and be able to objectively maneuver because that's where our creative energy, our creative energy is going to be found. It's going to be harnessed. It's going to be able to tap into. Excuse me. Why we can't tap into our creative energy in these days is 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 largely tied to the fact that we don't know we don't know different realities of the world as we should. You feel me? Because of what we believe, we don't face an antithesis of that reality and we just stay in one lane of what it is that we believe in, which gives us a biased perspective of life. You feel what I'm saying? So, what happens to our creativity? Creativity. I know motherfuckers right now, like I'm 32, but I know motherfuckers that are like my age too, and it's like, yo, dude, where'd you die? <laughs> When'd you die? Like, you can't create. You don't, your creating is just so hard. Like, yo, I, I get in your zone, lock out, have fun. Like, that's what it is. Be free. You can't, your creativity was dead a long time ago. Motherfucker that can't critical think, it'd be like, Nigga, how? Like just just, you know what I'm saying? Break this shit down. But motherfuckers who can't critically think they're not creative people. Which is crazy because at the same time, they're able to create random scenarios in their mind that keeps them stuck in their head and gives them anxieties and gives them troubles of the future and they don't know how to stop it. Motherfuckers really don't even be creative, but can't stop creating negative circumstances in their lives because of the way in which they think. Like we think creative, like I said, we limit it to art, music, and other shit. We don't realize that every day we create our reality. We're creating the life that we're living. Whether this is the life that we want to live or not, we're creating that shit through our through the application of our experiences. You feel what I'm saying? Everybody like, oh man, I want to do, like, my pops, I used to hear him say, I ain't saying like I grew up with him, until so I hear him say, but like, this is more recent times like we he was, he be, I be hearing him say like, the white man won't let me have nothing. You know what I'm saying? I saying you know how the white man do, he ain't going to let you have nothing. You believe that. Your creative faculty is completely shut down because you can't, when you believe that the white man won't give you nothing while simultaneously this is the white supremacist structure in the white man's world. You feel you can't create nothing in this world. You feel me? When it comes to self-preservation, I ain't even mad at white people for none of the shit that they did. You got to stay alive, bro. Like, I get you. I get you why you had to do what you like. But as far as us, seeing that we are captivated in this reality or we feel like we got to stay in the parameters of this shit and, or we can't be great, that's stupid as fuck. And then we still not great while we're in their parameters, following the rules that they want us to follow. The fuck y'all got me fucked up. Y'all got me all the way fucked up, homie. Yeah, I'm going to edit that. could they got me fucked up. But yeah, creativity. Your creative energy. Um, don't, like I said, me using demon and bringing that shit in, it's not nothing about Dark Force, because like I said, you can in one breath look at King James for canonizing the the whole main book, you know, as the religious text, and then also following that book, saying, okay, I'm gonna write a book on demonology. Why was he writing a book on demonology? It was certain dynamics or whatever. But you know, you know, I've had people try to argue, oh, that's because he wrote demonology. No, he didn't write it before and have a change of heart. He wrote demonology after. Oh, that's a different King James. No, it's not a different King James. It's the same motherfucker you don't understand what it was that he did. He understood the knowledge of those books. He understood the experience. He applied the experience of those books and created them in a way to give them to you. That's why the Council of Nicaea said we're going to have everybody under one religion. We're going to use Jesus to do it and his name won't Jesus and all this other shit. This is different when you realize creative energy and different powers of what they use to create. And you feel me? you can create whatever world you want when you understand the mind. When you understand the mind, the levels of the mind, all you have to do, if you want subservient people, you have to keep them stuck at the level of belief. You want to liberate people, you have to elevate them to the level of understanding. It's that simple but you have to understand that once you level elevate somebody to a level of understanding, they don't need you. That's where the problem is, and that's also where the solution is, because it's like, if I want to capitalize on something, why do you think capitalism works? Capitalism works because people are lazy and ignorant. We call the shit convenience, because we don't have to think and we don't have to do. Wow. Capitalism creates convenience. Right? Convenience is the reality that we don't have to think and we don't have to do. Right? Thought is the mind. Doing action is the body. We have literally shut down two faculties of our being through convenience. Capitalism is not nobody else's fault but our own. The body, the mind, and the soul. The soul is will, the mind is thought, the body is action. Convenience eliminates your ability to do. Or to think. Or the need to, I don't want to have to think about it. I don't want to have to do it. I don't want that somebody can do it for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now your willpower is gone. Because the synergy between the mind, body, and soul, it strengthens each other. You feel me? The thoughts create the action. The action stimulates the will. The will generates the actions. I mean, the thoughts. It's a synergistic motion. Synergistic motion. If simultaneously your thoughts and your actions are suppressed, there's no synergy between your will. Your will dies. And we wonder why motherfuckers got broken spirits and they have midlife crises and shit when they're like 40 years old and they feel, oh, I just have no meaning in my life because you added too much convenience in your motherfucking life. You added way too much convenience in your motherfucking life. And I thought I was going in there, but now I'm back still slapping again because this right here is touching deep. You added too much motherfucking convenience in your life. Therefore, you're not using your mind and you're not using your body. You feel me? Motherfuckers, that's why women are out here getting these BBLs. Women are out here BB- getting BBLs because they don't have the willpower to keep their body, to get the ass that they want. So they use the convenience to get the ass they want and they don't think and they don't do. They don't do anything regarding, you know what I'm saying? So now you have women that are dying at the shit because the thought is not there. They're not thinking about the side effects and everything like that. There's no will. There's no will to create a better thought, to create a better action. So I'm going to use the convenience that is going to eliminate the thought and the action for me. So go cut me up. Pay all this money to go cut me up. It's convenience that is fucking everybody's creativity up. Motherfuckers like convenience shit so they don't think. Feel me? Motherfuckers don't... I seen a motherfucker get rear-ended in a parking lot because they were backing up and they was like, I didn't see it on the camera. Bitch turn the fuck around. Look back. Use your fucking neck and your eyes. Why are you looking at looking forward at a camera? You feel me? They're creating the convenience to eliminate your thought and your action. And you don't even see it coming. Cuz we so wrapped up in convenience that we miss the reality. We so wrapped up in convenience that It's causing us to lose our willpower. Some people don't have the will to get up. Imagine. Convenience has gotten you so, 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 so wrapped up that you have to hit. Most motherfuckers be hitting their snooze button five, six times in the morning when when our alarm goes off. You have no will to get up. You're so used to convenience that nothing gets you up by itself. So you have to. Fight to get yourself up. Your willpower is weak because you're not sustaining your willpower because you're not having consistent action because your thought pattern is not right. Capitalism, they say, is so bad, but what's really worse—the motherfucker who's fueling the, the the capacity for capitalism to be be viable, or the capitalist itself? You think why should I feel bad for capitalizing on a lazy motherfucker? You feel me? You don't want to do or think, I'll do it for you. You feel me? I'll do it for you. Now I'm going to kill your will. Your will to, your will is gone. Your will. This example is so powerful. Like when Michael Jordan played the flu game, he ain't really had a flu, but the flu game made it seem better. He had food poisoning, right? But in that game, they're like, yo, what did you turn on to stay zoned out? It was like, yo, Michael has a, him, Kobe, they're like, yo, they got unrelenting wills. Do you know why? Do you know why? We we like studying champions. Let me tell you what a champion really is. I'm gonna tell you, break this shit down right now. I'm gonna bring this shit all back. We look at a champion and champions eliminate convenience out of their life. Do you know why they eliminate convenience in their life? Because it strengthens their thoughts and it makes their action stronger, which solidifies their will. If you're not willing to eliminate convenience out of your life, you will never be a champion. But but, but tying that all into this episode, that's why motherfuckers can't be creative. They're not doing or thinking enough to even invoke the willpower to create some shit. So they'll duplicate. Duplicate. This is already a process. Now my will is strong. Somebody else's, they already did the process for me. Let me just copy that. I don't have to think any more about a process. I don't have to do. This is one of the hardest realities for my master of the market students who are exposed to forex first and who try to, oh, I want to do patterns. I want to do this. You can't learn that shit with me. I'm not going to teach you no fucking pa- I'm not making, none of this shit is convenient. None of this shit is convenient. I teach a concept called correlation simply because every day the market changes. It changes control. I was teaching that to one of my students, and he was like, bro, this is a game changer. Why ain't nobody talking about that? Because it's not convenient. Even if I were to, bro, you should make an app. First thing, it wasn't him. But another student was like, yo, you should make an app, or you should send out correlation numbers to all your students. No, I'm not. I'm not, but yo, you already got the, I'm not making this shit convenient for them because then they're going to stop thinking and they're going to stop doing and they're not going to pay attention. And then when they lose the will to actually sit at the, sit and do the analysis properly, they start losing. They're going to blame me rather than being accountable for themselves and realize that I'm not thinking and I'm not doing because this shit is convenient for me. Your willpower dies when there's no convenience. No, no. Your willpower dies when there is convenience. Convenience kills your willpower. But you want to strengthen your will. So when I talk to people like, yo, how do you have the dedication to keep my will is strong because my thoughts are strong because my actions are strong, which strengthens up my will. Nothing can tell me that I can't do something because I've experienced enough and I have developed enough creative energy within myself to tap in when I want to. I don't believe in convenience. Will I use convenience? Hell the fuck yeah if I need to. But I do not depend on convenience. You feel what I'm saying? They created such a world of convenience. And make motherfuckers mad at capitalism. That they don't want to get mad at the convenience. That they succumb to. Rather than waking up 15 minutes earlier. To put a pot of coffee on. Hear me. Rather than waking up 15 minutes earlier to put a a, a pot of coffee on, motherfuckers will hit their, their snooze button 10 times, delaying the time to get up by 30 minutes to now rush and wait in the line in Starbucks, McDonald's, whatever, just to get a coffee made for them. They didn't have the will to get up 15 minutes earlier to put a pot of coffee on to save them some time. Now they're still going to be late because now they're in a line waiting for the very thing they could have made 45 minutes ago. Motherfuckers, look, just think about this. If you get up 15 minutes earlier, just 15 minutes earlier, put a pot of, if you drink coffee, I don't drink coffee, but I'm just saying, put a pot of coffee on, take your shower, get dressed, whatever the case may be. Now you're up and you're moving You know what I'm saying? But if you sleep, hit your snooze button three times. Say it adds, what, 10 minutes? About 10 minutes of snooze? It's 30 minutes, and then you finally get up. You literally just wasted already 45 minutes in your day. 45 minutes. You can do a lot with 45 minutes. You can read 20 pages of a book, something that can better yourself. You can get a workout in. You feel me? Because shit ain't convenient for motherfuckers no more. Because you no, know, shit is too convenient for motherfuckers, they don't want to think and they don't want to do. You feel me? Motherfuckers will buy the fucking ab energized machine instead of doing push ups. I mean instead of doing sit ups. You feel me? The women out here getting BBLs, you feel me? And this is and this is the sad part about it, because now that I'm watching it, like even just from this episode, those women ain't creative. You're not creative enough. Think about this shit, yo. (laughs) If a woman got a BBL, I couldn't fuck with her. I'm going to tell you why. You're not creative enough to make your butt bigger on its own. I know you're not creative enough because after you get the BBL, your ass to thigh ratio is still going to be off. Your thighs aren't going to look. You know why? Because you're not working your whole lower body and your lower back. Now you're going to have back pains because you didn't anticipate. You didn't think about what was going to happen after you did this. You feel me? That wheel, the wheel is going to be gone. So now when your back hurt because you don't have enough muscle to hold that big ass up, you can't go to the gym and start doing squats now. It's too much weight. That's why motherfuckers are dying. Because they ain't got no creativity. Niggas ain't creative no more. Humans ain't creative no more because of convenience. Because of convenience. You feel me? That's sad. That's really sad. Convenience has crippled so many motherfuckers, yo. Convenience has crippled so many motherfuckers, and it is in convenience that our world is real our world is shifted to where we can't be creative. We can't be creative. Motherfuckers don't know how to make meals no more. Like with plant-based shit, like everybody kept asking, you know, in my course, like before they like before I enroll, are there any recipes in it? No, I show you how to put food and shit together to do it yourself. Like I give a whole food combining section. I talk about in my master, in my hitting and raw program, right? I have a food combining section. In addition to have a food combining section, I have a section on body mass index and calories and shit. So I show you how to create a weekly, I literally show you this is what you would need to do to maintain this particular weight with this particular size for this as a plant-based motherfucker. Niggas, I need a recipe book. They don't have the creativity to put the food together themselves. That's a problem. That's crazy to me. That's crazy to me. I'm like, but then I look at it from a bigger scale. This is why recipes and like motherfuckers can't create their own shit no more. Convenience has gotten so wired that people cannot create their own shit no more. And that's why the age of Aquarius is going to be ruled by the the motherfucking thinker. The person who has tapped in and can be creative. We're going to kill the game for the next 2,000 years. Anybody who's a believer who just wants to be locked in convenience, you're going to be a consumer. Producers are creative. Consumers operate from convenience. And it's all connected to your Creativity. The more more shit in your life that makes shit convenient for you, the less creative you can be. And it's mind-blowing now because when I look at so many people that I try to bring ideas to, that I say, yo, try this, you can go for this, and they say, I just can't do it. I realize now that I look at it, I will never ask them for shit anymore or try to encourage them for shit because I realize they are too tied to convenience. Motherfucker too tied to convenience don't want to change. Convenience is worse than complacency. It's worse than comfort. It's worse because it's it's a pseudo expression of comfort and comfortability because you think you're still doing work because you're operating. for Like you can afford a convenience. You can afford a convenience. <clears throat> but you can't make one. Make something that is convenient for you. How do you do it? That's crazy, bro. That's crazy. I don't even know how this part added into it, but it was definitely necessary, because now I'm looking at a lot of motherfuckers that are creative, it's like, damn, I see why you ain't creative. I used to tell motherfuckers like, you know, y'all can do anything. Nah, niggas, they've gotten too used and too too comfortable with um, convenience. That's crazy. COVID showed that shit too. Motherfuckers didn't even boost their immune system. They just bought toilet paper and got shots. Now all of the research is saying that, yeah, active immunity, the natural immune system was stronger than the actual COVID shot. But now niggas got to keep getting boosters because convenience fucked them up. They will never not be able to, they will never not have to have a booster anymore because of the convenience that they put in themselves. Convenience is a bad thing, and it fucks with your creativity. Your creativity fucks with your ability to critically think and feel. You feel me? Most creative motherfuckers they call conspiracy theorists. Whether you're right or wrong with your conspiracy theory, you're creating something totally different based off the experiences that you have. Any motherfucker that's a sheep that can just go on with some shit, they can't be creative. They like convenient shit tying it back in when i was talking about motherfuckers in school would be like yo how'd you get good on the test and i failed or whatever the case may be first off bitch, i'm smarter than you i'm not you don't disrespect me homie that's the first thing second thing is i know the material why do i know the material because i created it to where i can apply the knowledge and i now apply the experience that's why i never get it wrong but you stay asking what does the teacher want you to know for the test make it convenient for me so i can do as minimal work as possible and that's one of the things that used to piss me off and it ties back into those who can't do, those who can't teach. Those same people who were uh, just give me the minimum grade C's, get degrees and shit, they're teachers. They can't do. Again, it's no slight, but motherfuckers operate from convenience. Give me the study guide. Let the teacher do this. Just show me what it. Is. Give me a curriculum that I have to like, are you really an educator? Are you a teacher? Are you an educator? Are you a teacher? To educate is to, you know what I'm saying, adduce, deuce. To, to bring out of that's what the educator is supposed to be teachers don't bring shit out of they put shit in because you as an educator you're supposed to bring the creativity out of a child that allows them to do what critically think and deeply feel we shut down both faculties therefore the children can't be creative and because the children can't be creative they grow up in a world that they have to make they have to find the people who are creative and become convenient and, and use those people to be a convenience of them Mm-mm. 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 I kind of stopped doing it, but this is why people used to call me the caption killer on social media because I don't do the captions like I used to. But I knew my page might be the only form of literature that a motherfucker gonna read in a day, and people fell for my captions. They were, you guys have my captions that give me motherfuckers books. Over the last five, six years, you have literally given books, gotten books for me out of the capture that I post because I made it convenient for you to read. I gave you a convenience in which you didn't have to think and you didn't have to do. But in that convenience, I said, at least let me spark something. <laughs> let me spark something. Most motherfuckers make a convenience out of you and you don't, you know what I mean? You're not gonna get shit. This whole pandemic and shit, a lot of that shit was to create a deeper level of convenience, which now convenience is largely tied to dependency. That which you are able to put your money into because it's convenient for you, you become dependent upon. Don't believe me? Wake up six o'clock in the morning. Feel me? Do you normally go to work? You have motherfuckers that I can't talk until I've had my coffee. You now become dependent upon the convenience of staying awake. And you don't even really stay awake. You feel me? You now become dependent upon the convenience that is coffee. To where you cannot function without it. Creativity completely gone. And if your creativity is gone, it means you're not thinking. And it means you're not doing for self. Which means your whole willpower is completely obliterated. And don't forget to check out Pala Cafe Clothing, formerly Just Justine's merch. Get all of your intricate designs crafted specifically for the melanated being to develop a positive imagery within self, and to have a little bit of fun in the process. From the peace, love, knowledge, and freedom to the dead horses and water designs, all the styles are crafted for the imagery to make you feel as you're supposed to feel. Because as I always say, the best way to fit in is to stand out. And what better way to stand out than with your exclusive styles from Pala Cafe Clothing. All right, all right, for real, for real. I'm going to end it there. I'm going to end it there. That little joke, I just, I guess it just had to come out. It had to come out because it was tied to that. Too many motherfuckers don't be on some convenient shit. And all we do is create our babies. And, you know, you create it when you get convenient, you get comfortable. You create a sedentary lifestyle. We love the fact that we have so much technology, we have so much shit, technological advances, but are you. Even with the technological advances, are you still advancing your technology? And by taking tech- your technology, I mean your fucking body, your mind, body, and soul. That's your technology. That's your technology. That is the thing that you are naturally given to make your life easier. You're given the mind and you're given the soul and you're given a body to make your life easier. You know you're supposed to be creating your own convenience, but you rather have another motherfucker create the convenience for you because you're lazy. You're lazy and you choose to be ignorant. Motherfuckers choose not to know shit. You feel me? This is why I said that phrase about motherfuckers hate to look stupid but love to play clueless. Because when I play clueless, I can get a convenience out of somebody. You feel me? Convenience is tied because motherfuckers want to be lazy and ignorant. I don't want to do it. I don't want to think about it. You feel me? Think about when you get into, when you, just from an emotional perspective, when your emotions are off, you're like, I don't want to think about that right now. (laughs) There's no convenience to deal with your emotional shit. You feel me? Now, this is not to shit on therapy because I very, very, I feel like it's a good thing. You know, you got to vent, but that's how therapy is a thing. The convenience of sitting and having someone listen, rather than sitting and processing your own shit yourself. If I find a therapist, it becomes convenient. Now I'm paying for the convenience of having somebody listen and process my thoughts and help me with my thoughts, but it's a motherfucker who doesn't know your thoughts. They know what you're telling them. You know every aspect about yourself because you've been with yourself their entire life. So you should be able to answer this question that you formulated with yourself because you was there in the moment. Why did this happen? I don't fucking know. How do you not know what happened to you in your life? You feel me? Based off of the actions, based off the shit that you've done, based off the shit that you've experienced, how do you not know you? Because you're not making the convenience of the number one technology that is yours, which is yourself, because you're not being creative because you're not able to apply your own experiences, because you're not even processing your experiences, you're ignoring them, you're not dealing with them. Again, I'm not saying don't go to therapy because that is a way in which you can use it, but let it bounce back off of you. So you're not dependent upon a therapist. You feel me? You're not dependent upon a therapist. You're able to sit internally and get some of the answers that you need and the clarity that you need from yourself because you already have the answer. That's how you formulated the question. You feel what I'm saying? But they created a world where we become dependent upon convenience. Because we become dependent upon convenience, we kill the faculty of our mind, we kill the faculty of our body to think and act, which means we shut down our willpower. When we shut down our willpower, we just have to go with the flow. Like that, like COVID shit, like not many people boosted their immune immune system but I'm going to show you how much that they capitalized on the other side because they knew that the convenience had to be there. They put all the immune boost and shit and all of the vitamins and minerals. So now niggas just say, oh, now let me just go buy more pills. Oh, these are over the counter. These aren't prescription. Same shit. How much herbs are you taking? Are you changing your diet? Are you changing your lifestyle? Are you getting more sunlight? Are you being outside? No, you're not doing these things because there's no convenience in that. You feel me? To avoid sunlight, they created tannin beds. Now you vitamin D deficient. Shut the fuck up. Vitamin D deficient, I went to a tannin bed and shit, whatever, Is, you know what I mean? Like, I hope we ain't tanning, but y'all know what I mean. I'm using that for dramatic effect. Like, you know, you could just go out in the fucking sun. Well, mind. they need tannin beds. They can't just go out in the fucking sun. It's... Fail melanin, you melanin are two totally different things. But anyway. The purpose that I'm making is that it all derives from your creativity or the lack thereof. Feel me? Imagine how much of the world is tainted because of convenience. Capitalism ain't wrong. Capitalists are not wrong. It's the people that are wrong. People have How do you complain about convenience? Think about that shit, y'all. People complain about convenience. That's where the customer service and all that shit calls somebody. If I'm calling corporate. You motherfuckers. You get into those points where it's like convenience has been given to you so much you feel entitled to it. And because you're entitled to it, you feel entitled to, if you feel entitled to convenience, that means you also feel entitled to no, no longer being creative, no longer accessing your willpower. Because you become lazy and ignorant. You no longer think, you no longer do for self. You have shit done for you. And you operate from that. We got to cut that shit out. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. You know, tap back into your creativity. I'm serious. Like, one small thing at a time. Start taking your convenience back. Cut something out of your life or change something that's like, I do this because it's convenient. You'll be surprised that once you cut out one thing, you'll be surprised how many other convenient things are in your life that you do. That now, because they're so convenient, you don't even think about the shit. That's why I love day trading so much. My mind has to stay active at all times. Ain't no convenience, and you know, all right, this pattern gonna work out right here. Oh, I'm gonna get like I gotta actively know everything. So before I can do and make the action, I have to think. I have to wield this reality to make to do all of the other shit. You feel what I'm saying? I had to break out of that monotony of convenience it sounds good because then when you're in convenience state now you can't say you know i want more money for this particular thing i want this for like you can't do that we're gonna give you convenience because that's all you want but like i said take one thing out of your life you feel me now i get it as an entrepreneur now if you're an entrepreneur you got automation set up Fuck that. Use that convenience. Don't even think about, I'm going to take that shit out and I'm going to do this. No, that's not what the fuck I'm talking about. You feel me? Be smart with your convenience that you take away. I'm talking about the conveniences that you... For example, um, like the coffee example, you know? Make your own... Wake up 15 minutes early just to make your own coffee so now you can have another an additional 30 minutes to yourself. You feel me? Change a small tweak like that. A small tweak of... Find what's, what you have made convenient. Acknowledge that. Yeah. Like when you sit with something that is convenient to you, just think about, do you know what it is? Like fully. Can you do it without the thing? And does it prevent you from actually taking action on things? When that, If that answer is yes, that is a convenience. You're lazy, ignorant to it, and you need to make the adjustment. You feel me? And you should be... Anything that you add into your life as a convenience is something that you should be able to do. It don't, it should not be something that you don't know how to do. That's why it's a convenience. You add it because you know how to do it yourself. You feel me? And I get it. Well, then that's why we eat out. That's what, no, you cannot go create a farm. I mean, you cannot create a power plant and process the food and mix and mash all of that shit and make flammable French fries. That you can't, you know what I'm saying? That you can eat. You yourself can't do that on a daily basis. But you can't cook. You can't make your meals. Now, this is where the final piece comes in. And I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up here. The biggest determining factor of whether or not you'll be able to tap into your creativity because you can overcome convenience is whether or not you're proactive or reactive. Most people who operate out of convenience are reactive as fuck. They have no plans. They have no visions because the will, because the mind and the action, the thoughts and the action are already fucked up out of convenience. So they have to react to shit. They can't be proactive. Through this COVID shit, a lot of my, my cousins and they're like, how did you not get sick? My immune system was strong. What would you do? I built my, I was building, I've been building my shit. I never let it fall. Like I knew, you know what I'm saying? No matter what, I'm going to be, I didn't operate under the convenience of, oh, There's going to be a drug. There's always going to be a drug for me. I don't want no shit like that. I don't want no shit like that. And I don't want that shit for you. And I don't want that shit for our baby. So go kiss your babies. Make sure they eat their vegetables. And take away some of the conveniences. There's a lot of conveniences now being brought. Imagine, imagine there's YouTube channels with millions of views in which kids are watching other kids play with toys. If that's not stripping convenience and removing creativity, I don't know what the fuck is. And they're getting the babies much earlier. Much earlier. Either you're going to be a producer or you're going to be a consumer. Or you're going to be a creator or you're going to suffer from convenience. There's no in between anymore. You're seeing the shit right fucking now. Make sure your babies are prepared for this shit. Kids don't even have to go outside to play basketball anymore because they can play it on a video game. There is a game, and now we have created, they have created the metaverse. I don't think niggas is ever gonna leave the internet no more. Kids don't go outside, they don't ride bikes, they get a game that simulates what they were gonna do. Because it takes the convenience out of the shit. Imagine, imagine, I can go play a full basketball game just with my thumbs. I don't have to be outside, I don't have to get good. Motherfuckers be like, yo, I'm good at 2K, but are you good at basketball in real life? Can you drop a shot? Hitting the R1 trigger is not the same thing as flicking your wrist, my nigga. You feel what I'm saying? Hitting circle and holding it until the, the shit vibrates or whatever the fuck y'all do is not the same as being out there and catching a floater and dropping it. It's not the same shit. Did I lose you? And they're getting our babies a lot earlier. We were the first set. And that's what I always talk about look at your sign and look at your chart. You have been, you have Pluto and Scorpio. We are the transformative energy, transformative age. They had to dilute us. They knew what they were doing. But we created, they created the convenience to make us not tap into our thoughts, which makes us not have solid actions. And what you think? They're gonna, it's gonna be a lot worse on the babies if you don't step in and intervene. Eliminate the convenience that your babies have and start to strengthen them. You feel me? Start to eliminate the shit, the the convenience for your children so much. I get it. You want them to have the shit that you never had. So now they got PlayStation, Xbox, Nintendo Wii, Game Boy, GameCube, all of these different things. I get it. I get it. I get it. But when they stop losing the the ability to function, they, they, they depend solely on convenience. It's your fault. So go kiss your babies. Make sure they eat their vegetables. And I'll see y'all all on the next one. Peace, love, knowledge, and freedom. I'm out.